hi guys literally all i want in my entire entire life is to have music at the beginning of this but two-part issue number one don't know how to get it from itunes onto GarageBand, which is what i use and number two i don't know if there's like a copyright issue if anyone wants to like lay down a beat for me that would be great i'm currently in a deep deep Katy perry like whole phase situation and also i'm sitting on the couch with my dog because i'm dog sitting and so, ooh, literally just thought someone was in, in the home. They weren't. Um, I think. If if you hear him, like, moan and shit, like, just ignore him or try to because he's, like, exasperated for whatever reason. Oh, my God, the bitch is back. It feels to me like it has been so long. But then I look back on it and I was like, oh, the Jeremy podcast was three weeks ago. The Kate podcast was not that long ago. It's just that, like, this to me, like, currently TikTok to me is a job. But this to me is like a fun side hustle hobby. Like, uh, would I want it to be a job? Hell yeah. If anyone knows like legitimately anybody that could help that make it a reality, me and my Leo Mercury would be like really pleased with it. But it's a hobby. So I'm kind of trying to do it when I can. And I have extra time today. So I'm like pumped as hell to do this. And I don't even know where to start. I like have so many updates for you guys. So I figured what I was going to do actually is just give you some updates to kick things off and then rapid fire through I just put an insta story up asking if you guys had any things that you want me to talk about longer some of them are really reoccurring themes that I never speak on but I do have a lot of updates so I wanted to start just with life okay so my parents are out of town um we had a family emergency happen and my mom really needed some R&R they've both been vaccinated which is incredible as of my grandparents and so they're down at their home in Puerto Rico for a few weeks which is good for them um really great to like you know just be in the sun some vitamin c vitamin d i don't know which one it is anyways though i unfortunately for me but also fortunately because i don't really care i'm just at home i do miss new york though my dog just needs someone that he knows to be around all the time so i've been here for a week and yeah i'm kind of just vibing rocking out living my best truth if i can and yeah columbia i so Basically, my schedule this semester is a little bit different than last. I feel like, you know, sorry, he's like moaning. Um, I don't know. I, t- I tell this to a lot of people, but like for me, Michigan and Columbia experiences are kind of equally matched in terms of difficulty level. I think the curriculum that I took at Michigan was way easier, obviously. But then again, par- partially it wasn't because like I know how to write. This is just really refining and honing my skills and something that I'm already really good at. Whereas I had never taken like a poli-sci class before I stepped foot on Michigan's campus and I knew jack shit about producing for Broadway or like even playwriting. This is just a difficult course load and obviously they expect a lot out of you because it is really prestigious and like a big deal. And I feel like the reason that they're equally matched is because my Michigan classes maybe weren't so hard other than it being new material. But I was so overextended. I need to turn my phone volume off. Um, I was just like dead ass the most overextended human being when I was at Michigan. I was involved in one too many things, doing like 10 million leadership roles. I never stopped. I still had time to have fun, of course, but like definitely less than your average Michigan student like I would set aside one or two nights that I like had to go out like I would force myself to go out some semesters because I was so busy and right now that level of busyness is kind of matched with TikTok in Columbia uh but I guess I'm not obligated to something for TikTok like there's no like show going up there's no like article deadline it's just like I do it when I want to do it which happens to be very often but the level of Columbia's classes are kind of matching for me that like go 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 at Michigan So I feel like the experiences are rather matched. 
I don't have classes on Monday and Tuesday this semester, which is kind of nice because I'm I needed to get like a side hustle job because I wanted to stay in the city. My rent like went up or is going up literally next week and I got a sublet because I just don't want to commit to a year-long lease when like I have no idea what's going on with my life right now. I do right now think I'm like comfortable in New York and I love New York so much. So like obviously I just I'm afraid to jinx anything and say that I'm gonna be anywhere, but like right now I am where I am and I'm like really, really vibing it. And so I got a sublet, it's through the summer and I'm just gonna see after that. Hopefully there'll be like somebody, uh Kelly <clears throat> or somebody uh that wants to like come take a little gander in the city or if I'm somewhere else for a little while that works too I'm just trying to like again not jinx myself in terms of a location and just accept whatever comes my way I uh, so I have a sublet I need to make some extra money because my TikTok side hustle wasn't making nearly enough for rent at the moment so I'm nannying on Monday and Tuesday which is actually just divine it's a six and a half month old baby named Annie and I'm obsessed with her I never like knew that I could love a child so much until now uh, so that's really great takes up my whole day Monday and Tuesdays basically I can do a day in my life when I go there I'm obviously not gonna film Annie because like that's a total invasion of privacy but just like to give you guys an idea of how long I'm physically at their apartment so I'm doing that and then I'm in lit journal art of the profile history business and a career class and our career fair is coming up so I'm vibing that a lot of people are asking me what I want to do after I graduate and I'm really trying to keep myself open I'm trying to allow myself to experience like anything that comes my way so currently like at the moment I am going to do the career fair to the fullest potential and get a job and like that's always been the that's always been the hustle that's always been the you know that's always been what I'm going to do but I don't know like this TikTok thing could really take off and like things could change day to day and that would be wonderful and in the event that that happens and I could financially support myself I would most likely also freelance and a lot of people end up graduating from Columbia and decide to freelance because you can make a full ass living off of freelancing so I, I know I want to write I'm going to write for my life like that's not changing and it's not going away I just think it's going to depend on like how priorities shake out how things happen obviously I've thought this through and it's a little scary to be unsure like I'm such a control freak but I'm trying to let go a little bit of that certainty and just like vibe out whatever happens in my life as it does so I'm moving next week that's a thing I guess and that is like the school update I'm oh my thesis is about uh actually I'm I don't know if I want to broadcast it other than like telling people because I really wanted to get picked up by a publication selfishly don't want another publication to pick it up and I think like it's a good idea so like maybe a publication might jump on that and want to sink their teeth in and then that there goes my chance of being published before I graduate so I'm not going to say what it's on but it does kind of intersect politics, social justice, and the queer community, which are like things, a couple topics that I'm super passionate about writing and reading about. So it's just been like an absolute joy to be involved at that level as like a reporter in some of those things and kind of going forth with that has been just really inspiring and amazing. And I'm luckily really on top of my thesis I finished it it has one more round of edits to go but they're like nitpicky edits so then I can start pitching it and that has just been a absolute thrill so all of that is good stuff all of that feels right at the moment and yeah that's kind of what I'm doing there and then TikTok updates I like feel like it's just been a whirl it's just been like the last like three weeks have been like literally chaos I don't know like I just feel like that grocery store Zodiac sign video coupled with Betches reposting it 
it just really like blew my mind how quickly something could just go from like oh a hobby to like oh this is a potential for my life and like that just sounds crazy and dramatic and I'm not trying to be crazy or dramatic um I'm just trying to keep my options open and like pursue my dreams and what have you so it's just been like quite a whirl uh things have picked up I'm working a little bit with a management company company now I haven't signed anything in terms of like being represented I don't I just don't think I'm ready for that step right now but I am like dipping a toe into working with a management company which has been so exciting and like they reached out to me and it just feels like really crazy and wild to like be desired in that way I'm not sure if that makes sense but yeah it's been really good and I've been I don't know I think as it becomes more real more real things start happening like you know crazy hate comments and then also just like a a tad touch of like invasion of privacy type things and like I'm starting to realize just a little bit that like if I'm committing to this I'm committing to this and that's like the whole that's the whole gag of it I guess uh and so I'm like really kind of trying to be all in as much as I can while also prioritizing Columbia I think last semester my course load and just like the level to which Columbia was new made it kind of like a 70 30 or like 60 40 with TikTok but I'm lucky that I I don't know how to explain this other than to say I'm able to do both at 100% and split the time 50 50 I don't have time for much else but it has been just like the joy of my life to do both and on days when I'm like exhausted and I literally don't want to do anything anymore I just remember how grateful I am literally for everybody that is a part of this and there's so many of you so it's just like so wonderful and magnetic and yeah that's pretty much the tiktok update i have a 9,000 followers on instagram giveaway coming it's gonna have some splash mixers some coffee some salts maybe like a couple cups from starbucks i'm kind of gonna make it like a drink theme like a bevy theme and the splash cocktail mixers are not alcohol so at the moment if you're under the age of 21 you can definitely enter the giveaway because i'm not gonna put alcohol in it i you can make a mocktail with those mixers and they're so good literally i only try to take brand deals where i'm like pumped as heck about what it's you know stands for and what it is and that's just like fantastic so i'm so excited and that's pretty much the tiktok update the social media update the life update and now i'm going to give you guys the scorpio boy update because i know that this is what anybody's listening to this podcast for right now or maybe i'm just trying to flatter myself and him honestly but i did just want to preface this by saying and like this is so dramatic and i don't know what other way to go about this other than other than how i am so i know like when i show you guys my friends and stuff like it's not that interesting because i'm not like dating my friends or just my friends or like my family and everything but sorry it's it's you know it's obviously different people are way more invested in like a romantic prospect i feel like than they are just a friend and i just want to remind everyone that he is a part of my platform and account when he wants to be when i ask him and he feels like it when he's down for it he gets to choose that like because it's my platform and it isn't is not his and that's not me saying in a bitchy way like oh it's not your platform it's just to say like he didn't choose this he didn't choose to like have 250,000 followers on tiktok or a following on instagram like he chose to do what he wants to do and he happens to also choose to date me so it comes with the territory of course he's going to be a part of it but i just wanted to remind you all that just to respect his privacy like again like i put out what i want to put out and like I suppose what I put on the table is fair game, but there's obviously parts of my life that people that follow me on the internet don't know about. And like, are there many? No, but like there are some. And so I do just want everyone to respect 
our privacy, his privacy. I know you guys will. There was just some one really weird situation that came up where, like, it does – I don't need to go into details, but, like, his phone number was somehow tracked down. And, like, that is just beyond – and, like, if it was my phone number that was tracked down, like, okay, that's one thing. I would feel uncomfortable, maybe change my phone number. But I wouldn't be, like, upset, I guess, because, like, it's something that I chose to put myself out there. And, like, is that warranted or justified? No, but did it happen? Like, okay, whatever. But, like, once somebody that I care about is getting involved in, like, weird things that are only because of me, like, that is just – that makes me mad. So moving on to the happy stuff now that we got there and I also think he does want to come on the podcast eventually so we'll keep that option open but I know everybody wants to know how we met and I thought about like maybe making a TikTok where we talk about it. I don't know when exactly I'm going to like introduce him to my TikTok feed. I don't want it to be a whole dramatic thing because like this is just a really happy part of my life and again like I want to respect his privacy and like his boundaries so like I'm going to let him kind of choose and it's been really really open so far and like he's loved being a part of it so that's all good but basically since you're listening you got the tea we did not know each other at all and we did not meet on a dating app so you must you must be like how did they meet basically I was on hinge in like deep quarantine in like April May and I was in Jersey but I had my hinge sent to New York and I think a lot of people were doing that like they had left New York City but like why would you be like dating in May in your hometown so this one kid and we'll just call him B so B and I matched on hinge and he was quarantined not in New York and I was also not quarantined in New York then when I moved to New York B and I were still kind of in touch because he found out about my TikTok and Insta and he followed them so we had like each other's Snapchat we had each other's phone numbers but like it had never really progressed like we didn't do a FaceTime date we never really like flirted it was like literally like one of those like quarantine time passers but like he's amazing he's a great person amazing so funny a Gemini so we kind of kept in touch and then when I moved to the city he was like I'm not leaving where I am quarantined currently until it like gets a little bit better and so then I was kind of like oh well then what's the point of this not like what's the point of this but I was just like well I'm gonna kind of date as I see it safely and I'm not gonna like wait around for a stranger like I don't know so we just kind of fizzled out like it was like no harm no foul it just like didn't make sense anymore so then I was on TikTok live in January and Somebody came or B came on the TikTok live and he kept being like, remember when we matched on Hinge and a lot of people were commenting. So I kept losing his username or it was like user 7253. Like I couldn't like tell who it was. So everybody was like, do you see this person is saying that you matched with him on Hinge? So I was like, oh, like, can you like person that I matched with on Hinge? Can you text me or Snapchat me or like DM me or something like if we have that communication line open because like I want to know who you are. That's so funny. So he Snapchatted me and was like, hey, it was me on your TikTok live. And I was like, oh my God, like, how are you doing? That's hilarious. And he was like, oh, I'm good. I actually moved into the city. So as like a kitschy little comment, I said, so are you going to take me on a date now? And he said, I have a girlfriend. And so I was like, oh my God, like, good for you. Like, so fun. I felt so awkward. I was like, holy shit, Eli, like, you're so weird. So I was like, congrats, like, yay. And then like, I did not know where the conversation was going, but he was like, I would still be down to be friends like we should be friends so I'm like that's just like obviously like yeah but like it's a panoramic like I don't even like I'm socially anxious I don't even know like would your girlfriend want you to have like a random new friend that's a girl and like maybe that's like a crazy way to think about it but I just like I just didn't know like how are you gonna say like oh we matched on hinge and now we're just friends I don't know so I was trying to think my way around it because like I would like to be his friend I just didn't know like how to preface it the best so I was like only if you set me up with one of your friends and so 
he provided Scorpio boy with my phone number and I canceled on him twice because I had so much anxiety going into our dates both times. I don't know why. I always say I'm very high frequency, like I get vibrations from the universe and I was so nervous, probably because if you're nervous, you care. If you're nervous, it's a good thing. I remember he had sent me a video before we met of him salting his coffee and then doing like a taste review and he had asked me like my exact Dunkin' order before he went and salted it and he was like literally so, it was the cutest video. I was literally like, oh my god, you are adorable, you're so cute and so then I was like, okay, I have to meet this kid in person. So we finally go out to dinner, we were outdoor dining but we were at Sveta in the West Village, it's actually such a cute little restaurant and it was like really warm for outdoor dining actually so we went outdoor dining and it was just like immediately so comfortable like it was just the most comfortable first date and he just like it was funny because he had watched literally my entire tiktok before I even showed up so like I felt not interrogated but I felt like he was interviewing me but had already seen my resume and I was interviewing him knowing nothing about him other than the fact that he's adorable uh so and like is friends with B and like wherever he went to school and whatnot like baseline things and so it was just like really funny we talked about like TikTok and theater he did theater and like his job and his college experience and like how he knew B and like whatever and then at the end of our like dining experience at this restaurant the waitress literally brought us tequila shots it was just so funny like I was like hell yeah and then the table next to us were taking tequila shots too. It was just like a group community outdoor dining separated by glass shield experience. And like we didn't even kiss goodbye. It was like very much so like really like got super close and it was like okay bye. And then I like left and I was like oh my god. I like can't stop thinking about this person now. That was just like electric. So he asked me on a second date on Sunday. And then like it kind of just ballooned. Like we just kept seeing each other and like meeting each other's friends and everything. And getting to know each other. And so it really just ballooned. And then, so we, I'm trying to think of, like, how it, like, progressed. Oh, so Valentine's Day. So I, like, Valentine's Day is my favorite holiday, but I've literally never had a romantic Valentine in my life. Like, let's quickly backtrack to all of this. My freshman year of high school, this kid, like, wanted to be my Valentine and stuffed my locker with those, like, cards that say 52 things I love about you on them, which is so cheesy and funny, and a teddy bear, and I, like, freaked out and stuffed it all back in because I was so embarrassed, and I ignored him. And then my freshman year of college, I had a boyfriend, but we had broken up already by Valentine's Day. And then my junior year of college, my boyfriend and I were on and off, and we decided to be on again on Valentine's Day. And it was literally the worst day of the history of our dating, and we broke up on Valentine's Day. So I've literally never had a romantic Valentine's Day, ever. Like, And I love it, though, because it's, number one, it's my grandma's birthday. Number two, I love love. I love the color pink. I love chocolate. And I'm just like such a firm believer that you should celebrate love in its many forms. Like you can celebrate self-love, love for friends, love for family, love for a significant other. It's just like love for the world. I don't know. There's something like so happy and lovely about that day. And I just knew in my heart that if I celebrated Valentine's Day to its fullest potential, even though I had so many shitty ones or so many ones that just like didn't work out, that eventually I would have a good one. And this was the good one. It was just perfect. We went to my favorite restaurant in the city which is the standard and we ate oysters and it was just like fun and like I don't know he's just like such a wonderful human being and we just had such a good time and then after that 
my parents went away on Sunday, so I had to babysit the dog starting Sunday, which was the actual Valentine's Day. So I asked uh, Scorpio Boy if he would want to come home with me and just, like, see my hometown and, like, we, we could go out to dinner on Valentine's Day at one of my dad's restaurants and blah, 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 blah. And he said yes. I mean, like, it was, like, kind of low stakes because my parents weren't here and, like, so we could just play house all day. And so he came home with me and he tried a pork leg and cheese, which is, like, literally, like, the bomb.com New Jersey food. It's pork roll, not Taylor ham. And that was really fun. And then we made a cheese board and he met one of my closest friends, Kelly, and her boyfriend. And then we went out to dinner at my dad's restaurant and he met my uncle and like everybody that works there that has worked there my whole life, which is just like really special to me. And it was just such a wonderful day. And now everybody's all up in my grill because I mentioned on TikTok, I called him my boyfriend instead of Scorpio boy. And that's because that's definitely the case now, which is exciting. I'm so excited about it. I did like want to go into this whole like deep manifestation slash like happiness conversation, but not without saying that like before I like head into some other topics that are related to this, but not directly. Scorpio boy is just one of the most wonderful human beings I've had the pleasure of knowing for a short period of time. He's so like delightful I don't know a better word to describe he's such a good listener and he listens to people to listen to them and not just to respond to them which I just find so amazing in a person and that like seems like the bar is low but like literally just watch yourself even we all try to listen to respond and like he truly listens to listen and he listens to hear and that's just so important and he's so smart he's literally like so smart so much smarter than I am but we also both have a lot to learn from each other which I think is really great and healthy and he's just fun like he's just the most fun individual I don't know I I'm just really enjoying this all right now and it feels just so happy so yeah anyway though I did want to touch on two things so the first one is manifestation and I want to touch on it because I mentioned in a video that I manifested Scorpio Boy and then I did not explain what that meant. So to me, I didn't manifest Scorpio Boy specifically. I was manifesting happiness but also romance and I happened to manifest him in manifesting romance. So like I did not man like I did not like psychically know that he existed. Not to like not give him any credit, of course. Like obviously I think things are meant to be and they work out how they're supposed to. But I did a manifestation ritual that's on a highlight on my Instagram for, it's actually mostly for romantic partnerships, but you can do it for like happiness, jobs, literally anything, a certain college you want to get into. And I did the manifestation ritual and what I wrote down on the piece of paper was like describing my ideal person that I really wanted to come into my life. And I just so happened to describe somebody that is eerily similar to Scorpio Boy. And since I did that, I told him and then we read the like thing like I dug it up because like you have to write it on a piece of paper and hide it so I like found it and I read it to him and like basically it's the same that he is and so I just find that to be so like crazy and that's why I recommend that you guys do it or at least like try to start thinking about if you'd want to I think I was really ready for it and I say that because you know for me I'm such a relationship type I always want to be in a relationship but i shouldn't always be in a relationship if that makes sense and I got out of like basically a string of relationships in September of 2019 and I told myself I'd be single for a year and that year ended up being like a year and a half almost two and that 
was like really a formative year. And like, was I happy the entire time? No. Was it uncomfortable sometimes? Yes. Did I know who I was without a significant other? Also, no. I was very dependent on other people for affirmations, for validation. And you know what? I'm still working on that. But like, I needed to be alone and I needed that time and to go through that pain and struggle. And I do say this all the time, but I do want to just reiterate it. If there is no heartbreak and sadness, there is no love and happiness. One does not exist without the other. You have to sit in those emotions. It sucks. But the more you push them away, the longer it's going to take until you realize you have no choice. So just do it. Get it over with. Rip it off like a band-aid. But also kind of like enjoy that wallowing. Like, And yeah, it's not all wallowing. But like I, you know, sat with my feelings and I like did a tug of war and I figured it the hell out. And that is not easy. And it's not something that should be taken lightly. I did not know how to be on my own. I did not know how to be okay with being on my own. And I didn't know how to not look for romance, how to not look for someone to be with. I was literally living my life like looking for somebody consistently, jumping from flirtationship to flirtationship. And like, it doesn't work that way. In like October, I stopped using dating apps because I was like, I just need a break. Like, I don't know a better way to describe it than this analogy, which is a little morbid, but like in terms of love and like partnership and romance, I was like diving in front of incoming traffic, trying to get a car to take me out and the car would be the person. Sometimes you just have to wait for a car to swerve and hit you itself. Sometimes you have to be open to being blindsided. And that is so hard. I cannot explain to you for a control freak like me how hard it is to be open to being blindsided. But I let myself be open to be blindsided. I literally had to force myself. I had to force myself to stop being such a control freak and just take some time off from searching and let something find me instead. And it literally landed in my lap. And I was manifesting. I was doing yoga. I was like feeling good about myself again. And like, yeah, like weeks can be shitty. Months can be shitty. Years can be shitty. It gets better. I cannot stress that to you guys enough. Like I had... My senior year of college was amazing and like I think the human brain does tend to forget the bad moments, but I definitely struggled. It my hardest years of college were my freshman year and my senior year. I was not in the best place mentally. My depression and anxiety were pretty bad. I was like not vibing it out. And like yeah, I had a good time and like yeah, I survived and yeah, people have it worse, but you can drown in an ocean, you can drown in a puddle and at moments and weeks and months I was definitely drowning in a puddle. I literally like took a social media break in the fall of my senior year because I thought that was going to heal my anxiety and depression. Like, it simply didn't. Like, you need therapy and you need time, Eli. But, like, it was not always good. And then, again, this fall, I was really struggling. I was not happy. I, like, didn't like New York and I didn't like what was going on in my life and how I felt. And I just, you know, I was loving Columbia. I was loving my friends. And, like, I'm obviously very grateful and lucky, but I just didn't feel good. And then I visited Allie in Chicago. And when I was there... I saw her, my best friend, a picture of somebody who just made her life good. Like she didn't like her job in San Francisco. She didn't want to live at home. So she picked up, moved to Chicago, got a new job and just like started living. And like, yes, you can't like fully live life to the fullest during the pandemic. But like safely, she started living. And I don't mean like going out to parties. I just mean she was living her life in the most true and beautiful and honest way. And that to her was happiness. And I was sitting in the airport after I left visiting her. And I was like, I do not need to live like this anymore. And I know it's not that easy to turn it off. And it wasn't that easy for me. But I was like, this is the law of attraction, which states if you are giving positive energy out, you will receive positive energy. If you are giving sadness and negative energy out, you can only be open to receiving negative energy, energy you don't want, complacency, etc. 
I was like, I need to stop. I need to stop feeling sorry for myself. And that's not an easy thing to do. I need to stop moping around and saying I hate New York and complaining. I have to stop. I have to start giving only positive energy and then I will get it back. I have to start giving myself the same grace and kindness I give to strangers on the internet and my family and friends because I am so willing to amp them up and give them all of the good things and I won't give it to myself. And like, you need to treat yourself how you would treat others because you would never treat somebody that you love deeply like shit, like how you're treating yourself. And I don't know, like a switch just went off in my brain and suddenly everything changed like my attitude switch changed everything and now I can confidently say I'm probably like the happiest I've ever been in a very long time because I was treating happiness like a special occasion probably since my sophomore year of college and that is not a way to live and I have I've really come to terms with that and realize that like things can change in a heartbeat things can change in a second it is not a way to live that happiness is a special occasion and it is so hard to get here but like I'm rooting for you like you can I know you can that you hear the passion in my voice right now like I'm literally yelling I'm crazy I need to stop anyway anyways so now I'm about to go and look through my Instagram DMs and answer some of these questions slash speak on them let's look okay so finding your passion that's a really interesting one I so I was definitely born with my passion for writing and creating creating and telling stories so I'm just gonna like give you advice for my own life I guess and though I was born with that I had to I had to get it out somehow like I don't think some people it just hits them across the face like my brother is passionate about cooking and hospitality And that has always been the case. For me, I was like down this like theater maze. I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to be a songwriter. I was like doing all these different things. I wanted to be in psychology. I wanted to be in poli sci. But I remember, I don't remember the exact moment I realized that I could like be a writer with my whole entire life and that would be a real thing. But it was definitely once I was at Michigan and I just woke up one day and was like, this is it, girl. Like you have been holding a pen your entire life with something to say. Like, why are you sleeping on that? And I think like digging deep to the things you feel like aren't your passions because you're just good at them naturally is something that's important. And that sounds like really conceited, but I'm not trying to be conceited. What I'm trying to say is I was not naturally good at theater. It was really hard for me to like get my head there. I couldn't like I wasn't that good of a dancer and I couldn't really like I was not a triple threat. I didn't have that it power to be a performer. And then with producing, which is what I studied at Michigan, I I'm I'm a leader naturally but I'm not like I don't know not that they're I'm not commandeering like not that they have to be mean but like I'm a lover and producers aren't lovers like they can be for sure but like it's a stern business job and those things were hard for me and so I was really pushing myself and not to say that writing isn't hard for me but it comes naturally and something that can come naturally can also become difficult for you as you layer things on top of it and you get better at it but I didn't realize that writing was my passion because I thought that something that comes easy to you can't be your passion and that is not the truth. Literally anything can be your passion. I also am a firm believer that things you're passionate about do not have to become your career. So for me, I do think one day I'll invest in Broadway if I have enough money to do that. For me, I do feel really, really passionately about musical theater and I love playwriting and I love poetry. Do I do I know if those things will ever become a career for me? No, maybe it's not realistic and I'm trying to be a little realistic right now. But like your passion is just the thing that makes your heart sing. And for me, it's words and connecting with people. And human beings can be a passion. Literally, human beings are mine. I don't know how else to describe it. And saying like storytelling, 
storytelling is my passion seems cliche, but it really, really is. Like it's at the heart of everything I love. It's at the heart of TikTok and Instagram. It's at the heart of, you know, being doing podcasts. It's about it's at the heart of journalism, at the heart of theater, and at the heart of poetry. So yeah, that's definitely my passion. And I think finding it is just like going to the obvious. Like we're all like digging around in this dark cave trying to find what we're passionate about when it's right there in front of us. Amazing. Okay. Favorite Trader Joe's products. The peanut butter roundels or roundels were my favorite and I'm pissed that they took them off. They were like these creamy patties full of peanut butter and they were literally amazing. Better than the peanut butter cups. Fight me on it. I don't care. Loved them. I love the cilantro dressing in the skinny bottle. Super good. Perfect bars. Chocolate chip cookie dough. The best one. I know that's not a Trader Joe's product, but I love it. I love the guacamole that's like mixed with Greek yogurt. I'm literally going on a rant right now. I love the Trader Joe's Takis because they're not as spicy. So they're better for someone like me who's like dipping a toe into spice and Scandinavian swimmies, obviously. Dealing with anxiety and things out of your control. Okay, this is a good one. I always say this and I'll say it again. Anxiety is not about overcoming it. It's about managing it because it's something that's a part of you. Once you accept that it's a part of you, it's always going to be, it makes it so much easier to figure out how to manage it because instead of trying to cure it, you're trying to manage it. And it's like literally such a mental switch. So for me, that was a super important moment in my like anxiety career was figuring that out. And with anxiety and with literally anything, because this says dealing with things out of your control, I always ask myself when I'm in a situation, what is the worst case? Like, okay, say you're nervous to text somebody that you're like seeing or like that you have a crush on or you're nervous to ask them how they feel about you. What is the worst case? The worst case is that they don't answer or they do not feel the same way. Is that so bad? No, sorry, my dog is moaning. There will be, Vino, Vino just kicked the shit out of me. There will be... Other people that do care about you, that do want to be with you. There is going to be other people that do see you for the light that you are. So if the worst case scenario is that somebody that you don't need in your life anyway says, I don't feel the same way, then that's good. Their no is a gift. So reframing your mindset like that I think is really important. Okay, this one says, is New York where you want to end up or do you have a bigger goal? I'm like taking, letting the wind take me. One thing I do know is that I want to travel in my life. I think the East Coast, I was raised here. I am like, I am an East Coast kind of girl. I do believe the East Coast to be like kind of the place that I'm meant to be, but like in the long run, but like if I marry someone or I'm in love with someone that's like, we have to be in Wisconsin, I'm like, hell yeah, like let's do it. Like love is everything to me and obviously compromise too. Like I'm not gonna go to Wisconsin if like I have a bigger opportunity. Like I just think you would compromise in that situation, but I wanna travel. I wanna go to Paris. I wanna go all over Europe. I want to go to South America. I want to see the world. I want to backpack. Okay. Your likes and dislikes about New York City. Um, I, you know what, like right now I'm in a happy-go-lucky New York City stage. The thing that I love about New York so much is that it is just like, okay, this is how I explain it. People don't go to like Dallas or Atlanta or like DC or Chicago for a dream. And maybe they do, but it's not like an open-ended dream. Like you would go to one of those cities because like your dream is to write for a certain publication that's housed there. Or like your dream is to take a job that's there. Or your dream is to raise a family there. And that's all great. But people go to New York and LA with an open-ended dream, just like as a dreamer. Like I dream of life. And maybe, okay, people are going to come at me for that opinion, maybe. But I just like, you go to Washington, Washington DC for a job, a plan, a person. You go there like for a thing. You can go to New York for no reason. You can just move there. You can just, people just pick up and go all the time. It's incredibly unique. 
I always say the things that make New York ugly are the things that make New York New York. The things that make New York ugly are the things that make it shine, the things that make it beautiful, the things that make it real. The things that make New York ugly are the things that make it real and the things that make it real make it beautiful. And it's just like there are stories pouring out of the sidewalk cracks and that sounds so poetic and it's supposed to be because when I feel like I'm not motivated to write, I just go outside and it is the most inspiring place. It truly is. And the people that you will meet are just incredible and eclectic and like come from so many different walks of life and just like it is such a wonderful place. Dislikes, I guess like currently and just in general, it's really hard to meet other people, whether that's dating, whether that's friends. But like I am trying to be more outgoing and sociable and not give in to my social anxiety. And what that means is like joining online meetup groups. Like I love meetup.com. I joined a running group there that was socially distanced for a while before COVID got bad again. I joined writing groups. You can join book clubs. Like there are ways. Literally just talk to people. Get like a little side hustle job in a, as a barista. I don't know. Like trying to throw out ideas here. But yeah, I would say that's the one thing. Dating somebody with drastically different political views. Okay. So this is, this is how I feel about this and it has happened to me in the past. This is how I feel. So you can date somebody that has different political views, but you can't date somebody who has drastically different political views and here's why. For me, like I'm fiery and hot-headed when it comes to most social issues, if not all of them. Like I'm passionate about all of them and I cannot date somebody who believes that like LGBTQ individuals should not be able to get married. I cannot date somebody who's pro-life. I could not date somebody who is racist. Like, I'm sure that this question is not asking that, but that is how, like, genuinely how I feel is that, like, those things and many more things are just, like, should be universal standards. So if you have small, tiny, like, differing beliefs, I honestly think that's healthy if it's not, like, putting a group of people or a marginalized community at risk or, like, is a literal hate crime. I think it's healthy to have small disagreements and, kind of like talk them through and like have that healthy discourse. I don't think it's really possible to date somebody with drastically different, as this question phrases it, political beliefs in 2021 because like then you have a different lifestyle. You have a different approach to things. I do think it's healthy to just get everything out on the table, like shake it out, see how they feel about different issues that you're passionate about. See if they're on the same page with issues that you're passionate about. Like that is so, so, so important. And once you do that, and different little things come up like talk through them share what you know uh healthy discourse is how we get through everything okay the pros and cons of covid and what they've been for me personally huge con i mean let's just say like every shit thing that's happened in the world aside like personally con was missing my college graduation i just don't even know what my life would be like if that had happened i don't even know what i would be doing if i had been able to graduate college. That is a huge con. It will weigh on me for the rest of my life is a sad thing, but we were able to make memories surrounding my graduation that never would have happened that are just hilarious and wonderful had that not gone down. So I tried to look for the silver silver lining in everything. I'm personally currently trying to look at my life without like seeing things as cons and seeing them as maybe like a chance to start over or a silver lining or something like There have been some personal things that have happened recently with my family and in life that have been really shitty that are consequences of COVID, and that is definitely the worst. But the pros, I guess, just like nothing would be happening in my life as it is right now had COVID not happened. TikTok wouldn't have happened if COVID didn't happen. And I would have much rather COVID didn't happen, obviously. But if we're looking for a silver lining of this situation, TikTok and then 
like just meeting the people that I have met and like the people that have fallen to, into my life because of TikTok and even Scorpio Boy, like things are just they just really became wonderful and I and I love that. Talk about how you learn to love yourself more and find more self-confidence. Okay. So I have posted about this on Instagram, but I'm kind of just going to try to reiterate. When I was in college and even in high school, I wanted everyone to like me so badly that I was willing to do anything to get that validation. Like I was running laps around myself to find validation and it definitely stemmed from my anxiety and like my need to control things. But I was always a loud individual who put herself out there. I was always a woman with an opinion and people are generally taught not to like successful women with opinions who are loud people are generally society in general is taught that like when you see a very confident woman it's a turnoff and so people didn't like me and I struggle with that so hard I remember when I left senior year of high school to go to college I said I'm gonna just be normal when I get to college so that people like me I want to be one of those girls that everyone likes like I'm done being this like controversial figure quote-unquote because I'm loud and some people think I'm obnoxious like I'm going to post less on Instagram. I'm going to like pull back and like be subdued and like I'm going to shrink myself because society wants women to shrink themselves. And so I did it. I tried to and I failed because I am so like chaotically and colorfully who I am that it's really hard for me to suppress that. And I would just forget and it would like spill out onto the sides. But I was still trying to like contain myself in a box that was way too small for where I fit. And eventually I just realized I don't really remember when it was. I think it was like my senior year, honestly, of college. I was like, why does this matter? Like, why do I care anymore? Because at the end of the day, if I am 175% me, people are going to come with me and be on that journey and be like, hell yeah. And those are the people who want me to be my best self. And the people who don't come along with me on that journey or they want to talk shit behind my back or they want to say Eli's so annoying, like, okay, I don't want to be in your life. We do not want to be surrounded by people who don't want to be around us. And if people are wasting their breath, their precious breath on this earth to talk badly about you, that is flattering. Like, why are you wasting your time? So I just, I just stopped. I stopped caring. I started posting what I wanted. I started being who I am fully. And when you are who you are fully, people aren't going to like you. That's just how it works. And that sucks. It's stupid, but it's true. And I feel so much better for it. Oh my God, taking off that layer of like trying to be somebody who I wasn't or trying to suppress myself is just like, it was the biggest breath of fresh air, truly. Fun cocktails. Um, Gosh, guys, I don't know. My favorite cocktail is a Cosmo, but I'm trying to get into martinis lately because I want to be like Carrie Bradshaw. Thyroid health. Okay, so everybody, okay, every single one of you has asked me about this that has thyroid problems. So I have hypothyroidism. Basically, it's a very low-functioning thyroid. Thyroid regulates your metabolism and energy levels and some other hormones. Some side effects include weight gain, inability to lose weight, headache, fatigue, bloating, extreme coldness, extreme hotness, hot flashes, etc. I'm on Cytomel and Synthroid, which reminds me to take my medication after this. And I have struggled with this my entire life. I was diagnosed when I was eight, but clearly I was born with it. I... It's really freaking hard when you are different in any way. And this is the one way that I'm majorly different from other people is that like I I have to watch what I eat more than literally anybody does because 
my thyroid reacts so badly to certain things. And I am on like a very strict regimented nutrition plan to make sure I'm getting the proper nutrients for my thyroid. Am I perfect? No. Do I let myself have everything I want when I want it because that's how to have a healthy lifestyle? Yes. Do I have severe health issues? Also, yes. So it's like a give and take and it sucks to be like 15 years old and be like, well, I just like I can't be eating that much sugar because it's so bad for my thyroid or like I have to cut gluten out of my diet. Oh, now I have celiac. Like it all sucked. So like I just learned to accept it though. Like this is my life. There's no do-overs. There's no take backs. Like if this is the small, if this is the hardest thing I'm going to have to deal with health wise, I'm a very lucky person. And so I've been on kind of like that path, that journey, that struggle. It's definitely opened the ways to the eating problems that I have, but you know what have had, I'm overall grateful that I have loving parents who helped me get on top of it. And I've seen nutritionists and a myriad doctors as well and that has just been like very helpful I recommend going to an endocrinologist if you do think you have hypothyroidism or if you have it and that is what I have to say on that let me see what else okay some someone asked me my favorite youtubers I don't know about this and I'm wondering if you guys want me to make a YouTube channel because like I want to make a YouTube channel like I truly do but I don't know how to do YouTube that sounds so stupid but I've watched Emma Chamberlain before and I think she's a goddess like I'm obsessed and I don't know if like we love her if we don't like her I don't know are we like fans of her but overall I'm obsessed with Emma Chamberlain as as I see it now and I stand her and so currently I would want to do tick, uh, rather YouTube if I could do it like her, but I'm not sure if that's possible. Also, also, I love Trisha Paytas, and I know that's controversial, but let's talk about that real quick. So this is how I feel about her. Number one, I understand she's been controversial. I'm not excusing legitimately any of that behavior at all. But, and I'm not justifying it either. Bad behavior, racist behavior is racist behavior, period. It needs to be held accountable. But I don't believe in cancel culture. People are trying to cancel her. People tried to cancel her, whatever. She clearly didn't want to be canceled. But if you want to cancel somebody, cancel them by unfollowing them and stop giving them attention. If you don't want to cancel them, then allow them to apologize and move on. And if they make the same mistake, hold them accountable again. Like choose what you want to do. There's no such cancel cancel culture. Either you decide that the person isn't someone you vie with anymore you're done with them you stop giving them attention they lose their platform or they apologize you accept the apology and move on and think it's genuine if they're doing the right things to productively make that change I am like just a genuine and firm believer that this is just something that oh guys you're gonna love this one Scorpio boy's calling me hi oh okay <laughs> I wanted you to call me because I'm recording my podcast and I didn't stop recording. <laughs> and I was talking about you before. Oh, I'm, I'm on. You're recording me right now? Yeah. Oh, hey, podcast. I was in the middle of talking so intensely about Trisha Paytas. She's an icon. I mean, she's she's been in the business for a long time. She's been in the business. <laughs> she has. She has. No. She's been on like America's Got Talent. No, she's, she's been, been all on, around. I was she's just been ex- an extra in a lot of movies. I, I used to. I like David Dobrik. Used to be in, in his videos. She's she's got some issues, but I mean, she's yeah. just like a personality. I was I just explaining ever, like, that, like her. I was just explaining that I don't believe in cancel culture, but like I was saying that like. I was about to say that, like, for me, Trisha, like, 
has, I think, at least gotten over that time in her life when she was being so problematic. And, like, people have chosen to continue to give her a platform. So if it exists and she's not using it to perpetuate terrible things, I'm going to watch it because I'm entertained by her. And also, she has severe mental health issues, which she's brought up, which doesn't justify bad things she's done, but, like, can at least describe why she has acted how she has in her life. Absolutely. I definitely wouldn't call her a role model, though, because she does <laughs> use it as a crutch for a lot of stuff. Like, oh. uh, she's bad. I don't think that I'm calling Trisha Paytas a role model, but I do like her TikToks. I don't, like, she's just got a really strong following. Like, I don't know how she does it, but, like, she, she people, literally, like, you, really you know that she became content. famous by, like, by, like, tanning her body, like, to an extreme and, like, talking really fast. Like, she can, like, talk and rap really fast. Yeah, but she got three X's on America's Got Talent for trying to talk fast. See that video? No, I've never watched America's Got Talent. Well, look up Trisha Paytas' America's Got Talent. It's just, just Do you awesome. want to say anything to the viewers before I stop recording this so I can just talk to you without you being live on air? Um... Yeah, I think you gotta bring me on for a full episode. To be honest, I, I think I think it's what the it's what the viewers, what the I listeners what want. You want? <laughs> uh, you know, I I think it'd be good for for all parties. I talked about you for like literally fifteen minutes because I knew they were gonna want me to. Yeah, it's not like you don't mention me in every single one of your TikToks anyway. <laughs> that was so rude. You're about to get full canceled. Hashtag cancel Scorpio. You don't believe, you don't believe in cancel culture. I believe See, in it when it comes you. to me canceling you right now. All right. Okay, wait. Let me just let me just stop. Okay, sorry for that. I just had to call him. We were having our little daily night FaceTime. But I kind of forgot where we left off. Oh, basically, Trisha. I feel like she's out of that phase of her life. If she isn't, I'm not going to, like, publicly be like, she's my, my best friend. She's not. As a creator, I like her YouTube videos. And I feel like she's in a good streak right now. Um, and that's all I have to say on that. Otherwise, I kind of feel like I'm done giving you guys updates slash answering these questions. I'm tired. I'm, I just made a soup and I'm so excited to have it tomorrow. And I'm exhausted. It's almost 11. So I'm going to listen back on this. Hope it is good. Hope you guys like it. I miss you guys. I love you guys. And I'm hopefully going to have Scorpio Boy on next week. So stay tuned. As always, be your best self. Put your best foot forward. My dog is literally like whimpering slash like deep breathing in the background and have the best, most incredible week. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And thank you for always letting me talk at you for 50 minutes. It literally is the joy of my life. So you're a badass. Be a badass. You're too hot to be sad. And that is all. Till next time, babies. Love you.